0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Saturday edition of the Field of C8 Best Bets podcast. It's 10 a.m. I was able to see your voice. What happened to
2: your, voice? Happened to your voice on that intro? I don't know. It cracked. Cracked. totally that's, cracked. That's, I'm, I'm in puberty or something today. Yeah, no, I'm apparently going through puberty. Uh, <laughs> it is
1: what it is. Um, all right, I just retweeted it. We're going to allow this stream to populate a little bit. There's not too much to talk about uh, from last night, from Friday night. Uh, just Trevion Williams had 27, hit a game-winning shot. After he missed a game, a potential game-tying free throw, Michigan State blew a 17-point second-half lead, and Purdue landed their first
2: win in the Breslin Center since 2017.
1: That's about it. That
2: is kind of it. I mean, listen, Michigan State, if you watch the first half of that game, you were like, oh, all right, maybe Michigan State's back, you know, uh, based on the previous game in the first half. They held, like, Purdue to, like, I don't know, 18 points or something ridiculous. And I was like, all right, you know what, if Michigan State can just get their offense going a little bit here, maybe they can be a factor. And then they go out and pull the ultimate second half dud you know, they went small. Israel went small on Trevion Williams in the, down the stretch. And uh, you're just watching, and you're like, why? Like, you got to try something different a- against Trevion what He just abused everybody yeah. down the stretch. It was like the ultimate mismatch. Like, I know Bingham's not built to handle Trev, but at least he's got the length, and he was blocking some shots, had some confidence. I would have thrown him in there.
1: Yeah, I think I would have as well. But I mean, at the end of the day, the issue with with Michigan is like they don't have an answer at the five. Yeah. They kind of they they found one a little bit in AJ Hoggard at the point. Um, they scored a five here. points last I'm night, not- so maybe it's, maybe it's not <laughs> maybe he's not like the the guy that's going to turn the season around. Um, but yeah, I mean, Michigan State just kind of is what they are at this point. I think we've we've reached that point. Um, I got nothing else to say on that. You got anything else?
2: No, go Toledo Rockets. That was the one we we got last night, and your fourteen parlay did not hit. Just so.
1: Oh no, it it did not. And you know what? I did blame you uh, because. The one game that you talked me into was the one game that wasn't covering with like 10 minutes left. They all tipped at four. And at like 5.30, I checked the scores again. And yours was the only one that wasn't covering. And right. then at the end, like, I don't think – I
2: think we went 0 for 4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty ugly. It was pretty yeah, ugly. Evan. No more – hey, no more 14 parlays, okay? I, I might I might throw some more out
1: there. You never know. We get we get a little bit weird in the field of 16. Three teams. I I go three.
2: Go, listen, let's just – let's go steady here. Well, let's start with three.
1: Don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> All right, the best game of the day is uh Texas at West Virginia, the only game between uh only matchup between two ranked teams. Texas right now is getting a point and a half on the road. Their money line is plus one oh four. The total is one forty point five. Jeffrey,
2: talk to me about this matchup. Wow. I, I don't I don't love it either way, cause Texas you know, my gut says there's no way in hell Texas is gonna go to Kansas and win and go to Morgantown and win. Like, right? I mean that that, that makes sense, doesn't it? There's just no way. Uh, but Texas is the better team. We've seen that. And uh, my boy, Andrew Jones, uh, had a really good game last game. They've got – obviously, we know what they got up front. And now West Virginia's – they don't have the, the, the bigs to match up anymore. They did with Big Sheep and Culver. Now Big Sheep is going through the whole transfer portal and doing Zoom interviews and figuring out where he wants to go, whether it's going to be Kentucky or Miami or somewhere else. And uh, they don't have a lot behind Culver, not enough. Now, their offenses look better of late. Um, but in the yeah. second half of games, not right. overall. Right, the no, they half. dig themselves a hole every game. Like, if they come out of the gates well in the first 10 minutes, I feel good about West Virginia. But, man, they dug themselves these 20-point holes the last few games, and I don't love it either way. Um, I don't know. What do you like? I, I really like Texas. I think Texas uh, in this spot is my favorite bet of the day.
1: Wow. Um, I already fired on their money line. Um, I liked them when it was Texas minus one. So if, it's, if Texas is getting a point and a half, they're getting plus value on the money line, then of course I'm going to love it. And the reason is the same reason that I, I lean towards Texas against Kansas. Uh, and this is just the, a great matchup for the Longhorns. Like, it, it is. is. So I,
2: they have, I, you know, again, I just have a hard time believing. Texas No, no I, I I hear you, but the, the so the whole reason that we liked Texas at Kansas
1: is because Kansas the way that they create their mismatches is, is by going four out four around one four around David McCormick or five out, right? And West Virginia now without Oscar Sheehy there, they're going with four guards around Derek Culver.
2: But Culver way better than McCormick in terms of athletic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He okay, can, yeah, yeah but he also he also had two points on one for four shooting and turned the ball over seven times against and that's Oklahoma. Col-
2: it depends. Don't, on but don't you. forget about yeah, it.
1: Yes. totally. Yeah, but but it, like honestly, the, the Culver part doesn't matter to me. You know, like if he goes for twenty and fifteen, right. I still think that Texas will win this game because they have the perimeter players to match up with all the West Virginians guys. Like West Virginia's this new system they're playing is built around being being able to create mismatches because you play four guards and what teams are going to have somebody at the four where they don't know who to guard. Well, Texas has two guys by the name of Greg Brown. And Kai Jones that are 6'10, 6'11", can block shots, can catch lobs, yeah. can defend on the perimeter, can defend bigs. And Jericho yeah. Sims, like Jericho Sims and Royce Ham are big enough and athletic enough to deal with Derek Culver. Um well, I think, may not be on the floor for long.
2: I mean, that's what I'm worried about. Is mm-hmm. if they get him in foul trouble or mentally check him out and uh, and, and then it's the router's on again. And then, man, it would surprise me, but it wouldn't. So I'm staying away. You got uh you got Chaka. Um.
1: Taking taking the Texas money line. Like, I, I I know exactly what you're saying. And here's here's the last thing that I don't know, is that Texas has built their whole defense, the, like their whole defensive identity is basically built around, like, we're going to run people off the three-point line, we're not going to let you attempt threes, and we're going to make you try to beat us one-on-one. I, I mentioned this the other day, but they are, like, top 20 in the country in defensive field goal percentage and defensive three-point rate, which means they, they only allow you to take, like, 29% of your field goal attempts. From three, which is top 20 or something like that in the country. And they're third nationally in defensive assist rate, which means all of the buckets that you score against them are basically one on one. And the thing that West Virginia, they've taken uh, 24 threes in each of the last two games. It's been a total of like, I think 39% of their three point attempt or field goal attempts have been from three the last two games. Um, And that kind of plays into Texas hands. And West Virginia just doesn't have guys that can win one on one on the perimeter and that plays into Texas hands as well. So like to me everything here says the matchup is Texas. I, I was a little bit scared of doing it of, of of following that uh intuition against Kansas, but I'm not I'm I'm just going to go with it. And if I'm wrong I'm wrong, but it just it, the matchup here just screams Texas to me.
2: All right, so that that's your favorite uh one of the day. Um I, I have another pick that I love too. Can I
1: give you it? It's it, Sure. It, it's going to surprise you. Go ahead. I love Miami at NC State to fight despite the fact that Chris Lights probably won't be playing. No, he's not um, playing,
2: and neither is Cam Agusti. but Cam is not playing. Yeah, I don't think either one are playing. So uh, I don't know how confident you can be in that matchup. I don't listen, I don't love NC State given six and a half, but Miami's fought. The one thing, even shorthanded, they've always fought and kept it close. So I could see Miami covering. I don't see him winning uh in Raleigh, but uh, I could see him covering. Um, yeah, well, that's the
1: thing is that the last three games that Miami has played have all been one possession losses. The last three games that NC State has played have all been uh, one possession wins. And yes, it looks like the news literally just came out while we were on the stream that <laughs> that Cam Augustine is not playing. So that changes things for me. I, I'm going to I'm going I'm, I'm to go back on uh, uh, on Miami. I don't feel um, as good about them as I did before. All right. Scratch that. OK, what's the next best game of the day? What do you like?
2: Um. So, uh thought I liked uh, Alabama. Uh, Sharif Cooper might be playing today. The freshman really highly to Auburn, who's been basically uh, dealing with an NCAA suspension. I'm trying to find now. Uh, but I think he is playing. Uh, yeah, it looks like it. Is there something out there? I'm, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to find out for sure. Yep, um, Adam Zagoria tweeted it. Yeah, you know what? I don't care. Honestly, doesn't bother me. The kid hasn't played all year. Uh, I, I think I like Auburn. I mean, Alabama even more. Give him five. I do, and they're not going to. They're not going to have Justin
1: Powell, who is been one of like the most surprising freshmen in the country. I mean, he's a six foot six wing. That is shooting 44% from three. That's averaging 11.64s and four and a half assists. Like I, I, I legitimately, uh, I need to go back and watch some tape on him to see like if he's a, a guy that could be like a one and done. I don't know. That might be saying a little bit too much. That's, but I don't think he yeah, that's that's yeah. a little much there. Uh, he ab- but he absolutely zero. needs to be someone that NBA teams need to need to start paying attention. How many guys do you know that are six six that shoot it the way that he shoots it that also can make the passing reads that he can make? There's not many of them. Like that's exactly what you're looking for when it yeah. comes to the ball guy at the, the next level now i don't know if he's actually good enough to be able to play at that level because like to be completely honest I've, i think i've watched like one auburn game this year and they lost by 100 to gonzaga so i gotta go back and watch, and watch a little bit more film but like it makes sense um all right so you like alabama i like alabama minus five as well in that spot uh the other interesting one where there's going to be um some health implications and and, and uh people um, whether or not they're, they're going to be able to play is Ohio State at Rutgers. Ohio State is going to be without C.J. Walker, I believe. No, which, he's definitely not playing. Definitely not. Yeah, playing. which really, really inhibits what they can do on the offensive end of the floor. Like if you look at the splits for when he is playing and when he is not playing, it, it's pretty stark. I think there are other options at the point are uh, Dwayne Washington and the, like the Sotos kid, right? Yeah. So, um, I yeah, I, I, like, I like Rutgers. The, I can't bet it. Because I live in New Jersey, and uh, it is illegal to bet on uh, teams from New Jersey. Um, but I, I think Rutgers is the play in that spot. I would also yeah, go
2: I'm going Rutgers there. They're given uh, four. Uh, yeah, I, I like Rutgers there. I like it a lot. Yeah, I would
1: also take a look at the under in that spot as well, um, because I do think that Ohio State is still pretty good defensively. And uh, when you don't have the best player on Ohio State's – roster, or the most important player, I should say, on Ohio State's roster playing, then that can – that's going to take something away from um, that matchup. All right, another one that I like, Oregon minus a point and a half.
2: How do you feel about that? Uh, I like Oregon a lot. Um, I I do. I like Oregon a lot. Um, Hold on one sec. Just tweeting something. Tweeting that Sharif is going to make his debut today, according to sources.
1: All right, well, I'll talk about Oregon and, and Utah, then since you uh, you can't be bothered on the stream right now. Um, <laughs> all right, so Oregon is at Utah. They're coming off the loss at Colorado, uh, where McKinley Wright really took over down the stretch and won that game for them. Um, Utah is, like, frankly, just kind of not really all that good this year. Right. Um, and I know it's tough to play back-to-backs at altitude. The uh, The mountain road trip is always something that we need to keep an eye on. But I just think that the – the level of, of length and athleticism that Oregon has is just going to be too much for, for Utah to be able to deal with. Um, that line, I believe it's come down. O- Kempom has a, as Oregon minus three. Uh, so I'm a oh, little bit... Yeah, well, the Kempom has, a, Kempom has Oregon minus three. Yeah. The line is Oregon minus one. Yeah. Um, so it, that's that's something to keep an eye on, um, As is uh, as is just the fact that uh you know, Oregon can really, really get to the offensive glass. And we've seen Utah struggle um, on the defensive glass at times this year. So I just – I'm going to bet on the link. I'm going to bet on the athleticism. I'm going to take Oregon minus a point and a half there.
2: Uh, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you. A um, couple others that I like. And, again, I I don't look at this slate like not a lot popped out to me. Um, I like Mississippi State in my in my general fade of Vandy uh Mississippi State's giving 4 I just you know what after watching Mississippi State I think they're decent I don't love them but I think they got a couple you know guys who can make plays off the bounce um and I just don't I, I don't love Vandy so I'm going to take Mississippi State oh you're you're going you're going you're going to laugh at what I'm about to say I kind of like Vanderbilt in that spot okay you can like Vandy uh,
1: and the reason I kind of like Vanderbilt in that spot is that where Mississippi State has been really good is is guarding ball screens, and Vanderbilt just kind of runs like they're not really a ball screen heavy offense. So I think that that's where you can see Mississippi State be taken advantage of, um, because again, like we talked about this with the Missouri thing, like where where Mississippi State is susceptible is teams that can kind of make make shots over the top of a defense, and Missouri can't shoot. Yeah. Uh, Vanderbilt at the very least has some a couple guys that can make shots. Uh, they have Scottie Pippen Jr. who has. Kind of quietly been having a really good season for a team that no one ever pays attention to. Um, so uh I'm not that's not one of my picks because I, I don't want to bet on Vanderbilt, but like it feels like I don't know, that feels like a good spot for uh for Vanderbilt to uh make a little bit of noise.
2: I like Chattanooga. Chattanooga's given seven at Citadel. Can I read you Citadel, who they've beaten this year? <laughs> yeah. You're gonna love this one. Hold on. You're gonna love this. Citadel's uh they're undefeated. Citadel's 7-0, by the way. They're one of like, you know, uh a handful of teams now that that have that are 7-0 or, or better. Uh they've beaten Piedmont, NCANT, which ranks at 321, I believe, in, in Ken Palm. Toco Falls, I don't know who the hell that is, Columbia International, Carver. So that's four non D1s. And then the other two D ones, Longwood, 312, uh, and Presbyterian, 348. So I, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna fade Citadel and their undefeated record and say it. Citadel's undefeated uh, hopes of running the table end today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. All right. Um, where do you where do you stand on Florida Kentucky? Because
2: I think that's the, yeah. the
1: one of the most interesting games today, at least from a like a national national appeals perspective. Yeah.
2: I, listen, you know, I, I've said it over and over after Keontae Johnson. Um, Went down, I I feel like Florida is obviously not even close to the same team. However, I, I've watched Kentucky the last two games struggle to win close games against two of the worst teams in the SEC, yeah. arguably the two worst. I, I don't know if they will be. Mississippi State could be better than that. They're probably better than Georgia. But Vandy is one of the two worst, in my opinion. Um, and now they they step it up, and they play a Florida team that, that even without Keontae Johnson, like Scotty Lewis is an NBA player. Trey Mann's a really good player. Like, they've got enough. So, I, I think, to me, I would take uh, Florida in this one. And uh, it's a – what's the spread out right now? Four and a half. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll actually take that. I like that pick. I'll take Florida laying four and a half.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I get I get your logic, and it makes sense. I just – I don't know. I, I, I don't want to be – feel like i'm i'm fading a kentucky team that is starting to to move things in the right direction if that makes sense um and i don't like i don't know i don't know if it's that that's going to be the time but uh the other part is like florida also actually has some like real talent on their roster they got pros yeah. a- and i would argue that trey Mann right now is probably the best nba prospect
2: that's going to be on the floor <laughs> so i think that that it's crazy. um you're probably right i mean listen Brandon Boston, if he gets it going, will be a, a lottery pick. If he plays like this all year, he'll have to come back for another season before he becomes a lottery pick. I think at some point he will be a lottery pick. I cannot say the same thing about Terrence Clark, but I, I still have confidence that Brandon Boston is going to be uh, an NBA player. All right. So um, it's a that's a pure stay away for me. Um, what
1: about Oklahoma at Kansas? Uh, Oklahoma is coming off of the – um who did who did they play this week they oh they got they got dropped by baylor yeah in the middle of the week while kansas yeah,
2: uh,
1: yeah kansas kind of righted the ship at tcu or won
2: by about like 75 after losing all right and they're gonna yeah. get you scared back today um if i'm going with it i'm taking kansas in a bounce you know another bounce back like just again they beat the crap out of tcu on the road uh, you know, I think Oklahoma is a little bit better than TCU. They've got a couple guys and, and, and Austin Reeves and Brandy, uh, Brady Manick that can really score. Um, but I just think, you know, yeah. And, and actually, I'm going to take Kansas there. I'm going to take Kansas. Yeah, the the reason I like Kansas is that with
1: Marcus Garrett back, um, you kind of have guys that are defensive playmakers that can take Like Oklahoma's got some good guards, some guys that can play off the dribble too. a little bit. Um, and w- like I, I just, we, I mean, we saw it against Baylor where um, being able to switch everything and kind of take those guys out of what they wanted to do really messed up what Oklahoma was trying to run offensively. So um, I do like Kansas uh, in that spot. The other one that, um, the, other, the other game that I, I think that we need to touch on, uh, there are some injury concerns there, is, uh, is UConn. Do you know if, if James Booknight, I think, is officially listed as questionable because he uh, hyperextended his elbow against um against Marquette in yeah. the second half uh if he is playing that line right now I believe is, is UConn minus two and a half and like Butler is just it's uh, I'm sorry it's UConn minus three right now and Butler is just not not very good
2: um are you are you checking trying to get some info yeah I'm sorry I'm trying to get more injury info uh Jalen Johnson not playing for Duke again um uh what were you saying? I'm sorry, James Booknight. Yeah, I think he's he's a game time decision. They don't know yet. They don't know yet whether Booknight's going to play. Um, if he plays, yes, I like UConn. If he doesn't play, I don't like UConn. So I'm going to wait, see what happens on that one. And uh, the lines two and a half. Um yeah. it's three now. It's it's three now. But honestly, like I kind of like
1: UConn even if Booknight doesn't play. Like I just
2: don't think that that Butler is really. They're not. They're not. Very good.
1: They're they're not. Good
2: no you're you're right, I just don't love it I mean I you know and and how much does even if book plays how much does that change the line maybe it goes to three and a half, but you just feel a whole hell of a lot better waiting on that one
1: yeah well i'm I'm gonna I think I'm going to take it either way um but it's
2: just it, it's That's I mean what your record is what your record is and, and my record is what my record is this year but Butler is just they're, they're, they're not good man they're, they're not good and they still be Georgetown. <laughs> um, very true very true um what else do i like uh there was one more, one more. i got i got a, I got another one that i really like a road dog
1: okay i like washington state um against stanford stanford is not actually playing at home um and i think washington state right now is like one of the teams that we can kind of capitalize a little bit because uh their metrics yeah are not are not great, despite the fact they're nine and one, because they haven't really beaten anybody all that good. Yeah, but um, a lot of the reason that their metrics are kind of lower is because they had they played games that were closer than they should have been at the start of the year. Yeah, and that was that was before they kind of started figuring things out offensively a little bit. Um, their guards, uh, Isaac Bonten and Noah Williams, are playing a little bit better. We talked about Effie on the last stream. Um, he's he, like again, he's really really good. Uh, and Stanford, I, I mean, look. They're not playing at home. They're playing in whatever, like somewhere uh, that uh, where the, the county is actually allowing uh, people to, to congregate. Um, and I just – I think this is a really good matchup for Washington State. My, I mean, Washington State can really, really guard. I actually think the under might be interesting um, in this spot as well because both of these teams uh, are, are really good defensively and really tough defensively. That totals 134. So I think that's something that's worth looking
2: at as well. Yep. I would agree. I would agree on that one um two two mid majors um that I kind of like here are uh, off what we've been doing recently uh right state they they dug themselves a hole against youngstown yesterday came all the way back to tie it and then ended up losing the game. I think they bounced back now it's they're they're giving eleven. It's kind of a lot here, but I, I think Wright State gets their their revenge on Youngstown a day later and wins and the same thing with UC Riverside against Hawaii. Hawaii played its first game yesterday against a Division one opponent uh, on the on the mainland and uh, lost uh, Hawaii beat Riverside and uh, they'll play again today. Riverside given four and a half. I will take uh, the Highlanders there and that is UC Riverside Robert.
1: All right. Um, I think that is all that I have written down for today. Again, it's uh, a – Roll through it here for Mitchell. What do we got? So I have – I'm on the Texas money line, which is like my favorite bet of the day. It's really not close. Um, I have the – I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the under in Washington State, Stanford. I think I like that a little bit more than Washington State plus 7.5, but I also like Washington State plus 7.5. Uh, I'm taking UConn minus 2.5 because I'm just going to assume that Booknight is going to play. Um, and even if he doesn't, I still like that number. Uh, and I want to get it before that line will move. Uh, I like Alabama minus five. Um, I am canceling my my uh, Miami plus four and a half, Smart move. or plus six and a half pick just because came with gusty news. And yeah. then Rutgers
2: uh, Rutgers minus four and a half and Oregon minus one and a half. All right. Uh, I'm with you on Rutgers. I'm with you on Oregon. I'm with you in Alabama. Uh, I have uh, Mississippi State minus four. Chattanooga, minus seven, ending the undefeated season of Citadel. It would be absolutely (laughs) shameful. Uh, Florida, minus four and a half. Kansas, minus six. Wright State, minus 11. And UC Riverside, minus four and a half. That's a lot of land. I'm not taking many dogs today. Yeah, you got a lot of favorites. A lot of favorites. A lot of favorites. I think I have every favorite. I don't think I'm taking a dog on the board today. Holy crap so you're not you're not riding with me on Texas? Nope. It's a mistake. It's a I'm mistake. Not, not doing it. Not doing it at all. Uh I need to take a dog. Hold on. Hold on. I'm taking a dog before we get off. I'm not mission we gotta get get on Washington State with me. Let's go. Washington State? Yeah,
1: let's go. Come on. That'll force you to watch FA Abogidi and so that you can come on the stream tomorrow and you can say, Rob, you're right. He's gonna be an All NBA right, player. Fine, fine. I'll go watch the date with you plus seven and a half. So yeah, I just want you to come on the stream tomorrow and say, Rob, you're right. He's gonna play in the NBA. Justin Powell's gonna end up playing in the NBA yeah. with the smartest basketball mind I've Justin ever Powell met. A one and done. Oh my god. <laughs> Justin
2: Powell, to, a one and done.
1: To, to be fair, I did not say that Justin Powell is a one and done. I said that he's the kind of guy where the, the you gotta look at him and see if if that's something like <laughs> That's possible. I probably shouldn't have put that in the same sentence. It's early. I'm on the no, first couple. Yeah. Points, my bad. You
2: definitely shouldn't. I mean, you should go back to your voice cracking at the very beginning. That was, oh! that was way better. Way, way, way better. Maybe I should take LSU plus one and a half. Maybe that's my dog. What do you think? I like Mississippi, man. They, Mississippi's tough. I don't know. I mean, Oxford people don't L- go into L- Oxford L- games. LSU oh. can't guard. They can't guard anybody. No, they're bad defensively. They were bad when I watched. Really bad.
1: Do you think? Uh, do you think that if you put me and you out there with anybody else on Mississippi, um,
2: that we would be able to get 15 points each against LSU? I mean, I think I, think yeah, I can. Man, are you jacking like you, you, I've heard. I mean, you
1: you take well, some more
2: shots. No,
1: they're not. They're they're high percentage shots. I'm a great shooter, but I would just stand in the corner and wait for Devontae Shula to find me. You know, no, that's true. LC, you know, LC's defensive rotations aren't going to be there, and nothing. I can knock down I can knock down corner threes like nothing.
2: Honestly, I think I can drive by Trenton Watford. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How's that? Maybe maybe before your injuries. Now that you have the uh, the,
2: the heel injury and you have like I a great up, up and, and under. under. Have you seen Kevin McHale? Did you ever watch Kevin McHale moves? <laughs> Okay, That's like I me in the post. Yeah, you and Kevin
1: McHale have the same vertical.
2: We, we do, but you know what? <laughs> I got that move. I got it over. And,
1: and both of them, both of them are higher than Robbie Hummels.
2: <laughs> 19, 19, Nineteen, Robbie Hummels. Earlier. Nineteen. He's so upset, wow. by the way, because he sent me a um, he sent me the video of him the next week doing it, and he got like 20 And, a half, and I I will not post it. I will not. He wants me to post it so bad. I, maybe I'll do it at some point. Well, see. here's
1: here's here's the thing. Like he's he's an Olympian. He's a former NBA player. He's still like kind of in the back end of his prime, and he's bragging about a twenty point five in vertical. Robbie, love him. Robbie, it. Love. Robbie, oh, you're, yeah. you're setting the bar way too low for yourself when you're supposed to be like this peak, exactly. elite level exactly. Olympic athlete.
2: He wants you to do <laughs> decathlon with me. I'm like, you're playing in the Olympics this year. I can what, barely what? get out of bed right now. Well, Wasn't he
1: named like the Team USA Player of the Year for back? Male athlete
2: of the year. It's like <laughs> Michael Jordan, LeBron, Robbie Hummel. I love it.
1: And, love and, it. He, and he's got a, a 20.5 inch vertical, and he just did a Manscaped ad read, which I was crying about. Oh, uh, unbelievable. All right. All right, Goodman. All right. Hopefully everybody uh, gets those bets in. Hopefully everybody has a winning day. Hopefully, hopefully we do better than we did last Saturday because uh, be-
2: if we don't, Hummel might okay. be in here tomorrow instead of me. In the- <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: All right, man. I'll see you tomorrow morning, ten a.m. Got it.